This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. Got a full newscast coming up for you here in just a second. Just wanted to make a correction at the top of the show. Uh, On yesterday, I had described fatal casualties uh, in Gaza as being more than a dozen. It was actually about 52 at the time, I believe, and the death toll... uh, was 60 overall, 60 people killed uh, by the Israeli military in Gaza. I think another two were killed today, and that number's probably gone up since it was last reported, since our recording. So yeah, uh, things still suck over there. Got some haikus to get to. Thanks to all our new subscribers on Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Five bucks a month gets you poetry written by the two Sams. It also gets you access to our bonus content. So let's read some poems. This one is for Vajana. An ally, I've seen the Vajana monologues. I mean, Vagina. Thank you, Vajana. This is for Derek. Trump numbers are up. Dims are too Russia-obsessed. Seen this film before. Mm, How does it end? Thank you, Derek. This one is for Will. In the snack battle... Cheetos good, Pringles too, but Fritos always lose. Thank you, Will. Yeah, for our 420 show, we bought a giant box of snacks, like potato chip snacks. It had Doritos, Lay's chips, Cheetos, uh, and Fritos. A week or so later, it's just a box of Fritos. <laughs> They're just too salty. They just they just taste like seawater. Yeah. Finally, this is for Ryan. In like a lion, out like a oh what the fuck? Help, lion inside. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thanks to all our new subscribers, patreon.com slash district sentinel. It's Tuesday, May 15th, 2018. Here's the news. <laughs> Trump administration looks set to alter rules that will allow banks to flip stocks more quickly. That's according to a report this morning in Bloomberg. Five agencies led by the Federal Reserve will soon permit banks to buy and sell the same asset within 60 days. Wall Street hasn't been able to do this since 2015 when the Volcker rule took effect. Can I just say, I'll give you a 8 out of 10 on Volcker rule. I'll give myself a six out of ten on saying it right there. Yeah, it's 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 a tough word to say aloud. Yeah, Volcker rule. There you go. The uh, the rule was designed to prevent federally insured banks from speculating purely for their own profit. Appropriate, by the way, that uh, news of this rule change is coming out the day after the Supreme Court struck down the federal ban on sports gambling, which, as I noted on Twitter today, is far more moral than a lot of. Uh, financial sector speculation yeah i'd agree with that (laughs) (laughs) of course you do you got action on the uh rockies padres right now you might might. might. 
Anyway, as Bloomberg noted, the removal of the 60-day threshold now forces regulators to actively prove that banks' short-term positions violate the Volcker Rule, and regulators have only issued one penalty before under the regulation. In April 2017, Deutsche Bank was fined $156 million for lacking proper internal controls. So now the definition of proper internal controls uh, will allow for the quick selling of stocks within 60 days. So keep an eye out for stock market volatility when, of course, this goes through the rulemaking process. Anyway, in 2010, Congress first ordered federal agencies to write the Volcker Rule when Dodd-Frank financial reform was passed. In March, of course, the Senate passed legislation rolling back key parts of that law. And last week, House Republican leaders promised the bill would be considered soon in an up or down vote. So we'll keep you posted on that. It looks like the Dodd-Frank rollback slash repeal slash whatever you want to call it. It's going to be signed into law pretty soon. Thanks to a lot of Democrats. Yes, thanks to a lot of Democrats in the Senate. Speaking of thanks to a lot of Democrats in the Senate, two more have come out in support of Gina Haspel to head the CIA. Senators Heidi Heitkamp and Senator Mark Warner have both endorsed Haspel. This comes as Haspel issued her strongest condemnation yet of the agency's post-9-11 torture program. Remember, during her confirmation hearing last week, she resisted passing judgment on the program. But in a letter to Warner released today, Haspel said, quote, with the benefit of hindsight in my experience as a senior agency leader, the enhanced interrogation program is not one the CIA should have undertaken. Wow. What a moral giant. (laughs) She's basically saying what she tried to say. Like nothing about this really substantially changes that awful testimony that she gave. And yet this yeah. is good enough for Mark Warner. And even in this statement, she was very careful and she showed that she doesn't completely disavow the program. She noted that it did damage, but only to CIA officers. She didn't mention the harm it inflicted on the tortured. And she also repeated the claim that the program provided valuable intelligence, something that's directly contradicted by the Intelligence Committee's own report on CIA torture, a report that's been read by Mark Warner that Mark Warner has advised President Donald Trump to read. I think Warner needs to read it again. As we noted on yesterday's newscast, Haspel's nomination is all but assured, thanks to the help, once again, of Democrats. With the benefit of hindsight, Jesus, that, that you know that means she's just one awful event away from being like, well, actually, now torture's good again because we're in this this other unique bad situation. Ugh. Ugh. More Pruitt porn. Pressure. Ooh. Who said that jack-off booth was going to go to waste? <laughs> Pressure is building on the EPA administration. Just go on. Just uh, go on. Pressure... <laughs> Well, you brought up the jack-off. Anyway, pressure is building on the EPA administrator from the right. Today, Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley said he might soon call on Pruitt to step down. Whoa there, Chuck. One step at a time. I'm going to call on Pruitt to step down. Grassley is upset over the number of waivers Pruitt has issued for the Renewable Fuel Standard Rule. The regulation requires oil fineries to use biofuels in order to reduce America's emissions and its dependence on oil. Meanwhile, Grassley's state is dependent on corn, which is used to make ethanol, so now he's pissed. Quote, I've supported Pruitt, but if he pushes changes to RFS that permanently cut ethanol by billions of gallons, he will have broken Trump promise and he should step down. End of quote. I should mention that was on Twitter. 
uh, which is why it said he will have broken Trump. Still promise. pretty coherent for a Chuck Grassley <laughs> tweet. Chuck Grassley tweet, indeed. As we noted before on the show, one of the refineries to get an RFS waiver, a hardship waiver, is a refinery owned by billionaire Carl Icahn, who, of course, is an early Trump supporter and a former White House advisor. Icahn is currently under investigation by the Justice Department for his very role in possibly influencing policy on renewable fuel. Trump administration is pursuing what appears to be a cruel new anti-immigration tactic. The Department of Health and Human Services is looking into housing child migrants on U.S. military bases. Washington Post reported that the department is visiting four military installations to determine their suitability for housing undocumented kids apprehended at the border. The facilities are in Texas and Arkansas. Now, this applies to both minors who arrived to the U.S. alone and minors who are accompanied by adults that they were then separated from by U.S. border agents. Health and Human Services currently maintains a foster network of 100 facilities that provide bed space for more than 10,000 children. But the department claimed that they're now operating at 91% capacity and looking for new spaces as the Trump immigration crackdown ramps up. So we're taking kids who are fleeing violence, we're ripping them from their parents, and we're throwing them on a military base surrounded by men with guns. Particularly disgusting today on a day when uh, Trump went before a gathering of cops in D.C., the national law enforcement, whatever, circle jerk, and he said that, MS-13 is coming in to, to get the cops, and that's what he's doing with his immigration policy, is getting MS-13, who don't attack other immigrants. They evidently only attack cops and shit, so... Well, in that case... <laughs> that's going to do it for the newscast today. Before we go, let's check out the listener rant line. Yeah, this is in reference to uh, SK-1's haiku to Tarek, read on Monday's show to review they want to hear it those five words that women love i am the hell dude damn buddy hell dude stylized is one word he tweets it like 45 with the four words that women love pay attention and be a better goddamn ally <laughs> solidarity with internet I thought he was going to bring up a non-germane point about syllables, but I have been correctly owned. I know, you were sitting there counting the syllables during the message, but... Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, the uh, cardinal sin of, of fucking up haiku. I've, I've done it once or twice, or three or four times. Ah, I'm back, baby! <laughs> Hey, your buddy George. Hey, Sammy, Sammy, uh, internet, if you're there. Uh, if you're not there, and, and you know, fucking that's your loss, buddy, because old George is calling it. Hey, boys, uh, I'm back off my Twitter suspension, and uh, I'm already feeling uh, hella sad and really depressed because the day, uh, the day I got back, um, uh, well, I guess, uh, I guess yesterday, um, Israel. Uh, is is being really horrible. Uh, so yeah, I came back and I was sad uh, and angry, and uh, it, it, it's good to be back to Twitter, baby. Anyways, hey, listen, Mario and Luigi, they uh, they work for a monarchy, okay? They work for Princess Peach Toadstool, right? So yeah, I I say they're cops, considering that uh, Wario and Waluigi are uh, anarchists who do not believe in a hierarchical structure, as evidence by the game uh, WarioWare, 
Incorporated. I believe they are anarcho-syndicalists. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Love you. Have a great week. Interesting theory put forward there by George. Uh, Mario and Luigi, monarchists. Definitely cops uh, in service of the crown, for sure. But I think the assertion that uh, Wario and Waluigi are anarcho-syndicalists might elicit some interesting replies on the uh, listener rant line. Hey, Sam. A uh, quick note from a uh, gaming academic here. Uh, just uh, wanted to chime in, R.E.V. Mario and Luigi, uh, guilty or not guilty debate. Uh, turns out... Uh, the original Super Mario Brothers um, is, in fact, by design a neoliberal game because the only way to make progress is to move to the right. Thanks, have a good one. Good. I've never thought about that before. Uh, the caller is right, though. I'd say. I thought he was going to go with collecting coins, but bam. Mm. Hey, I was just calling to wade into this whole Mario and Luigi versus Wario and Waluigi. Now. This is what I believe, well and truly. Wario is a fucking capitalist pig. He exploits the workers, and he reaps all the rewards. One of those workers, I believe, is Waluigi. But, of course, Waluigi is intelligentsia. And as Stalin noted in anarchism, no, not anarchism versus socialism, in liberalism versus socialism, intelligentsia, under the system of capitalism, are by and wide owned by their employers. So, Oreo owns Waluigi. Mario and Luigi are simply red guards fighting the good fight against the capitalist Wario and the imperialist Bowser. So, that's all I wanted to say on the matter. Thanks. Yeah, I think that's the argument I was trying to make Friday uh, during Guilty or Innocent. Yeah, yeah. Although the uh, monarchy stuff, again, it just really sort of drives it home. So I think uh, that was wrong. Hi, I'm just uh, calling in uh, with a, a joke in loving memory of intern Nate. Um, do you guys know what Tom Brady's favorite soda is? Uh, it's Fanta. He loves the taste of it on his son's lips. <laughs> We'll make sure to play that call for uh, for Nate later when he gets home from work. <laughs> All right. One last call to get to today. Hi, Sam. Also, hi, Sam. And mercifully, I don't have to say hi to intern Nate because he resigned in disgrace after a sexual assault scandal. Really good stuff there. Anyway, I just wanted to call in and talk about this Washington Capitals series against the Tampa Bay Lightning Bolts. Um, I, I have to say the Capitals are getting away with a lot of hanky-panky, a lot of calls not being called on them. I mean, very clearly they've been playing 60 minutes in the first two games with too many men on the ice. You got the five players, you got the goaltender, and you got the rotting corpse of one Barbara Bush helping out the Capitals, beating the Tampa Bay Lightning Bolts. That the ghost of that wicked witch is just it's it's too much and I don't know why the NHL will not recognize that this is a problem and start calling penalties on the caps. Now, again, I don't know that much about hockey. I'm the football crank, as we all know. So maybe Sam, can you uh tell me whether or not a ghost qualifies as another man on the ice? Thanks in advance, and go the lightning bolts. Bye. No, obviously a ghost doesn't qualify as uh, too many men on the ice, especially with the ghost of a woman. Yes, true. It's their secret weapon. 
and nothing can stop it, Sam Knight may or may not be going to the game tonight. Don't dox me. <laughs> uh, for the record, Nate was not dismissed due to sexual abuse allegations. <laughs> our, our, lawyer, our lawyers are asking us to uh, clarify. Yes. Call the rant line 202-684-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, levelnews.org and Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends to listen. The newscast returns tomorrow. We're in D.C. so you don't have to be.